Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Friday PM. Great that you can join us on this lovely Friday, wherever you're joining us from in the world, whichever continent or country, city or town, God richly bless you. Welcome to Friday PM. If you're a new viewer, a new visitor to Friday PM, you are so very welcome. Rest assured that it was God ordering your footsteps and your fingers to join us today. So we pray you'll be mightily blessed by this episode and do watch the other episodes of Friday PM when you get the opportunity. For our regular viewers, of course, great to have you back. Good to see you and we pray you'll be blessed as well. Well, that's a very special opportunity that I have today. Um, I'm sitting in the north of Holland and we're on tour a little bit here and then off to the Czech Republic for a ministry tour there. Um, but at this moment, I'm so privileged to interview and to be in the company of someone very special, especially to the Vinesong family. And it's in the form, of course, of Isaac Notabum. Isaac, great to have you on the program today. Pleasure, yes. We've been longing to see you and it's been great after all the lockdowns and everything to finally get together. The screens are good, but better face to face, right? That's right. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now, for those of you who do not know, Isaac was in the third team of Vinesong. He served faithfully in this ministry for many, many years. Isaac, how long in total? How many years? Nine years. Nine years. Yeah. And uh, we'll put some photos there up for you to see just a little bit. We'll put all the good ones. Eh? We'll put all the mm. nice stuff. <laughs> but uh, Isaac... Uh, worked really hard and they, that team pioneered so much into Eastern Europe, many countries where this ministry can now go further afield is because of the hard work that they have put in and to go to these places. Uh, many, many, many ministry events, countless thousands healed, born again, so many rich experiences and I wish we had the time to talk more about some of those. Uh, maybe we'll get to some of them, maybe something that you'd like to highlight, highlight Isaac, but, uh, but we do have an exciting topic today. And of course, the topic that you saw there is dying to self. <laughs> what a topic. And we just happened to be talking about this, Isaac, isn't it? We did a little bit, yeah. It just kind of got there and it's like the Lord almost um, got us to that point. Yeah. So I want to get out of the way very quickly and as much as possible, um, just to let the Lord use you and, and that you can just share from your heart. Um, Isaac, so here you were, you were a single, you were single, successful, happy, happy life, easy life in a way. Uh, Isaac played, you played rugby for the national team for two years in the junior teams for two years as well. So he played for Holland for the national team. Amazing years of success, right? Yeah. And I was very young. <clears throat> I was one of the youngest. Okay. And, but because I could run so fast. They think we can put him immediately between the lions. That's what they did. And it reminds me that even when I gave my life to the Lord, that the Lord put me between the lions as well. Immediately, because I was so grateful for my salvation, that uh, you tried to find out how to thank the Lord. And uh, I found out that it's one of the, to be grateful is singing. Later on, I found out that it's your eternal ministry. When you're in heaven, we praise the Lord. So I didn't want to become a, a minister. I didn't want this, that, 
that's it. But that was in my personal time before anything happened. And uh, because I, I, I knew that music is one of the things uh, what uh, attracts God. And so I, was, I, I went to my pastor, I said, can't they play this music or did? In these days you had Hosanna music and there, there were nice songs, but it was all English. He says, you, you visit the, the worship team on a Thursday night. And so I was there and that I was watching what they were doing. And I, I was so blessed by the anointing of that worship team. But after two months, they were practicing songs, new songs for a, a conference. And apparently after two months, a few weeks before the conference start, one of the singers got sick. And then they said, now it's your turn. I said, no, I'm here only for the anointing and for <laughs> having a fellowship with you guys. No, no, you know all the songs, we need a singer. So on that uh, next Friday, I quickly went to the music school in Leiden where I'm from. And I was waiting for a, a voice test. <clears throat> because if, if, if they want you for a conference, you better make sure that it's okay. And I, while I was waiting, you see all these kids come out. I was one of the kids, I was waiting, crying. So when, I was, when it was my turn, at the end I said, why are they crying? She says, the, 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 the teacher, she says, these kids, they are all in bands and they sing, but their voice is not equal with, to their hearing. So they sing false, but yours is okay. But I knew I have not an outspoken voice, but my hearing, what, what other people sing, I can tune in easily. So I went back and then I did the conference and then they say, oh, now you stay permanent in the, in the music team. Ah, not me. So all the time like that, because all these guys, they can sing marvelously. They have voices, fantastic. But in the meantime, in over a year, there came preachers to our church and they start prophesying. And so one of these preachers, he says, where's this guy with the brown shirt? And everybody's pointing at me. <clears throat> I don't know what is prophecy, but I was in Bible school. So quickly I learned what was prophecy. But what the pastor said, who a speaker, uh, uh, he was invited to speak uh, and he says, the Lord has chosen you not out of hundreds or thousands, but out of millions, not only in a local church, but in a bigger realm. Mm. So my friend says, just put it down and take the tape, put it in, uh, in the cupboard. Maybe it will be handy uh, when it's one that day. far, one yeah. day. Mm. And indeed, two years later, I was singing in the church, fine song comes along. And they were looking for a singer and uh, not for me. I mean, uh, I'm just blending in, in the, in the worship team. That's enough. I never had the, I, I was always excited about these guys, these worship leaders, how they do it, how they can tune in with everyone. But in my heart, in your spirit, you knew this is what go, and you have the prophecies. So just, do. So I did. But I had a good job. 
I, I was for 17 years in, uh, a technician at the university in Leiden and uh, irradiation genetics. And uh, I told him, I said, I'm leaving. And so all these professors, they were scrubbing their head and they say, we continue uh, with science. Yeah, I said, okay. But some of my colleagues, they say, yeah, we knew something was with you that, uh, but so good luck. And uh, yeah, that is how I joined. Amazing, amazing. So when you finally got the call uh, for the Ministry of Einsong, uh it was almost a natural process where you, you, you kind of just stepped into it. Everything inside says, no, you're crazy. <laughs> and when I came to Christ, my father said, you young guys, you got all windmills on your head. You're, you're crazy. <laughs> and this uh, joining a ministry living from uh, gifts of uh, churches or uh, that he didn't understand that. Living by faith. Living I mean, by it, faith. It doesn't yeah. make sense. No. 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 But so, yeah, <clears throat> that is the other interesting thing that uh, my dad, he was a born, he is a born, he was a born again Christian, but from traditional, uh, the Dutch Reformed Church and you know, these people with the black hat and... Mm. But he had the joy somewhere hidden because you can't go. And, um, but he was always praying. So th that's what I also remember from John and that it's important to have at least one or two who are really faithful praying for you. Yeah. I remember we had Floyd McClung in our church in these days that was... Uh, he had big ministry in, in Holland with Youth at a Mission. And uh, uh, once a half a year, he, he, his home church was then, was then the church in Harlem, where I was in. And he said as well, when you guys pray for us, we can do more. And that is basically what's in the ministry, like, like Weinzung as well, that when people pray, you guys can do more. Yes. If we think, aha, they just do it. Yeah, they will, but there will be more uh, uh, fruit mm. when, 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 some, when people pray for you. Yeah. Isaac, now you've got, you get the call to Vinesong and you guys are being sent all across the world. I mean, nation after nation, from, from America to New Zealand to, to Eastern Europe to everywhere. So your world all of a sudden became pretty big. Yeah. Um, so people see on stage, Isaac, I mean, you see some of the footage maybe of Isaac on stage and, you, you know, people see on the platform and that. But what happens behind the scenes? Inside you, it's like God set you up. This was a setup. <laughs> you didn't know it, but you were set up. Yeah. And that's the whole experience with the, the walk with the Lord. So the question is, how much are you willing to give up? Yeah, so when I was in the team the first year, uh, it's a total different, uh, let's say, job. It has nothing to do with, with work in the workplace. Even uh, when you do not agree with, with, with your boss in the workplace, then finally you do it, but you say, okay, I'll do it, but... Uh, five o'clock you're gone and you sort it out but in the ministry you're 24 7 with one another and you can't hide mm. 
So I was struggling with do this, do that, do this and so. I have no problem with doing this and that and so and so, but at some point you start arguing. But we had this lovely guy called Phil and Peter. And in these days we were much younger and we were the three in the room. And I said, guys, what to do? They, 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 they can't tell you because it's something you have to find out yourself. But what I remembered, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> it saves a lot of hassle. So, okay. You try to not, uh, not, but inside you were not happy. So it got better over time. And then uh, after several years, you say, Lord, can I go home now? And uh, you want an answer from the Lord. Like I had all these prophecies, yes, but you think after a few years, that's enough. And now it's time to move on. Again, we were somewhere in North England and uh, a, a church service morning and we were packing. There comes a man and he's telling you the day after you prayed, he says, it's no time for you to leave. Okay. And it gives you so much satisfaction. Hmm. And I continue for another four years. And then you, when, so God answers prayer, hmm. especially in times like that. If it's not, do I marry this woman? Do I marry this man? Do I go into buying that house or whatever? God answers prayer, uh, but uh, you have to wait. And it was all the time, like in May, we were pre preparing for uh, holidays. Uh, I thought, okay, it's a good time to, uh, to leave the ministry. What do you think? And ask the Lord. And then <laughs> some miracle, angels, they call them, inhuman, and they, they tell you not. Mm. I can't recall anymore, but it's... You, you need these words, they come. So yeah. always keep your eyes open for... And um, because of that encouragement from the Lord, it's easy to lay down, put it in the graveyard. Mm. Because you want in yourself, you, mm. you want to go back, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But once you have the, the word of the Lord again, you go and you forget that you want this and that, this and so. Well, Isaac, it's, it's this constant res wrestle, flesh against spirit. Yeah. Flesh against spirit is like the Lord presents you with something in the flesh that you have to lay down. And the Lord is, the Lord is so gracious, isn't he? Because if he gives you your whole life's heap load that you have to deal with in one go, yeah. we would not be able to cope. Yeah. But as soon as you've grown in one area, then he says, all right, now we're going to deal with the next one. Yeah. And then you're confronted with this thing and then you can... You can run away or you can decide, all right, yeah. I'm going to shelter my own pack, as the Bible says. And I write, Lord, I'm willing to take it on. I'm willing, I'm willing to take on board what you're presenting in front of me. Yeah. And the secret is not to put man in it, Isaac. That's what, we, that's what we chatted about, didn't we? When you take man out and you put God in the process and in the situation, I believe then the Lord can really start 
showing us what it is that he's doing because he does use situations around us yeah. and he does use people. Yeah, and once you know that uh, you went through the first of these uh, experience, yeah, when there's a, a next thing coming, what needs to be put down in the graveyard, you know the pattern, but it's your pattern. Yes, we don't. We can, we can yes. testify to one another. The kind of similarities, yours, but yours is yeah. different. Yeah, and that that's also a way to grow in relationship with uh, with him. But then, Isaac, you mentioned the word. Yeah, we need to go to the graveyard. Well, the, the thing, <laughs> uh, my wife Anne and I, we were talking while we were listening to uh, Friday. We were we were listening to Steve. Mm. And Steve came up with this graveyard. Yes. And we were talking and thinking. And, you know, for me, the graveyard was already before I joined. Because I was totally inside. I was so broken. And the Lord healed so much. Like this counselor said, you're ready. And when I was with Weissel, the, uh, I had already the, the, the graveyard experience by letting go everything what is dear to you. And when I joined then, it happened sometimes that, when can I go home? This is too tough on me. It's not for me, it's no fun. Well, it, but it's not for fun. But always the Lord was talking to you, do this, do that, go and no worries. And yeah, so, I had to learn still many things in the ministry. And it was all preparation for all the next steps in your life. And so uh, sometimes we talk as well about uh, people, why don't they grow? Where, why are they all the time coming with the same problems again and again and again? Yes. Of course, there is this simple uh, example of finances. In these nine years I was with Feinsung then, uh, people come, can you pray for my finances? I'm always in trouble with finances. And then, uh, of course, we, you pray. But most of the time is the Lord said, bring the tithes in. Yeah. That was number one that I, I learned when I came to Christ and established in this church that uh, tithing is so important. Yeah. And, and tithing is also a, a, just a small part of dying to let go. It's not yours, but it has to become a revelation for yourself. So I thought, okay, I, I will bring tithes from my uh, uh, university money. Yeah. Isaac, I want to tap into something here that, that we've been touching on. And um, the, the main scripture that we based this episode on, of course, is from Galatians 2.20 that we talked about as well. It says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So when we're talking about this process of, of really dying to self, nowadays it's almost like there's a kind of a happy culture. Everything, if we're not happy, then we do something until we, made every, until we are made happy. Everything is, we must be happy all the time. But... God didn't want us to be more happy, is it? He wanted us to be more holy. Yeah. To be more like Him. And this means laying 
down our own lives. And this is what you're saying. And I think that's pretty much in this ministry that, that as you know too well, because you function as a team and you give out a lot, you do, that was the process, wasn't it, for you, that it was a laying down of your needs, your desires to have things when you want them, the way you want them, that our time is not always our own. And I think that's where many people struggle. I think there's sometimes there's a call or God expects something, but you mentioned, and I just want to quote you as we talked about before we started. You mentioned, you said, it depends on how much you are willing to give up. Right. And that's the question. Yeah. So after I came in that church, a lively church, the pastor said, uh, who are you? Where are you from? So I, I said, well, I'm from there. And I want more. Oh, he says, you wait till the end of the service. I've never been in a happy, clappy church. And uh, after this, uh, the service was finished, but people could come forward. So I came forward. He laid hands on me and got filled with the spirit. And I, indeed, I became so happy and which is good when he, the yeah. joy of the Lord is our strength. And yeah, he brings that out, doesn't it? And, and that, that state, and that's still there. But inside there were many things need repair. And it doesn't matter where in your life, God wants to deal with these mm. broken things. He wants to repair. And so there are many things you have to let go. Isaac, now, the other thing is, when we're in God's perfect will and we are willing yeah. to be willing to go where He takes us to, even though it's not easy, mm. look how God has blessed you. So you were single, okay. trusting the Lord for yeah. a life partner. I mean, here you go on the road. Yeah. How's, it, how's God yeah. going to do it? Yeah. And, but He did. Yeah. You're married to Anne, of course, but you tell the story. Well, that's another thing that uh, before I joined... I was too busy with the Lord. I wasn't busy with a life partner. But when I joined, well, maybe a year before, I thought, oh, it would be nice. And you try and you pray, but nothing happens. And sometimes I saw a nice lady and then... Uh, John says, no, you're here for the ministry, not for the <laughs> looking after. So, yeah, okay, he's right. And uh, one day we were in New Zealand and uh, we had a concert and nice weather. We had an afternoon concert and we were loading the car with the equipment. And uh, there's a lady coming up. She says, I need to talk to you. Uh, uh, I haven't been in the concert but my husband and my son. And uh, the Lord says, I should pray for you for a wife. I said, yeah, you do that because I'm fed up. I'm not praying anymore for a wife. It's <laughs> taking all my time. <laughs> and so uh, we kept in contact uh, once a half a year or so. We had, there was no uh, internet in these days, but uh, it came, it, it, once a year we had a letter, or how would you? But indeed, uh, uh, the, the Lord uh, listened to her prayer and my prayer. Somewhere it was piling up. <laughs> so at the, at, at the end of nine years, uh, 
Carol, our singer, lead singer in these days, she was pregnant and we were supposed to go to America. And but the airlines said, no, you're not uh, because you're pregnant. It's too far. You can't fly. So we had something like six or ten weeks of no ministry. But John and Phil, they were invited to to speak in certain churches in the weekend. And one day they were in this church in uh, Isha. And at the end of the service, there was an, uh, <clears throat> a call for whatever problems people had. And John was praying for a lady. And uh, on the Monday morning at breakfast, he says uh, to me, there's uh, something for you. <laughs> so I was laughing. How can he? But you know, okay. But I decide. And uh, I'm not going. But then the guys in the team, they say, why don't you go to that church and, and figure out yourself instead of being stubborn? And I say, okay. So at some point, it was a nice day in February, I went. And to make a long story short, I was sitting in the audience. I'm looking at the platform. There's this particular lady. And the Lord says, this is the face you have to look at the rest of your life. So it doesn't matter what was around you, but the only thing, this is for you only. Yeah. I've never heard it in my life. After that, I've never been, but it's amazing. So God can be so specific yes. and especially for you. And, and that's what I want to see, say to your audience as well. God is very specific. Uh, put down, write down your desires mm. and, and, and he, he will do it. But there's no time line. He, he, he decides, not you. So write it down, like, like the prophecies, put them in the cupboard. And then you'll see what comes to pass. Afterwards, you see, aha, uh -huh. let's look at this, note what I put down. Because also my wife, she, she had a list of things where a, a husband should or a man should. And she was at the point, okay, how is this young man like me in these days? Uh, look at uh, the note. And he should have a good relationship with his mom. He should good have a relationship with this and that and several other things. And they all were, were right. So put down your desires yes. and, and it, it, he will work it out for you. Yeah. And, and then, yeah. Mm. And then the other thing I was just going to touch on is also, Isaac, I mean, you said, I mean, this was nine years. You got the call to Vinesung. We're talking about nine years. Now, we're also combating and living in instant culture nowadays. Mm. Everything is instant. Mm. I think you also, you know, what I take from your life, all the testimonies that you've had in your life, and to see how God's blessing you after all these years, wife, family, children, um, being in the will of God, yes, laying down your own desires, yes, and also waiting on the Lord. You waited nine years. Some people, they go nine months without being dating or finding someone. And it's like, you said, what's the price that you're willing to pay to be in God's perfect will? 
And sometimes it does take time. And that's nowadays a tough thing for some people. Yeah, so the scripture through my life as well, and I say to many people, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the other things. And it doesn't matter if it's finances, if it, it's always seek him. Even the other day, I, 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 I guy was struggling and he, he was married in a fur country, divorced, married, divorced. So he, he phones me and uh, I said, please, first the kingdom. And then he'll start repairing wherever anything went wrong. And yeah, yeah that scripture is uh, very important. Uh, Praise the Lord. Isaac, I think we're actually at the time now where I believe the Lord wants to repair someone watching us today. I believe the Lord wants to heal someone, take the way of pain for someone, and for someone that struggles to, to lay certain things down. So would you please pray for us at this time and just pray for someone who, who's struggling to lay it down and you know what it's like having to lay that down before the Lord. As you said in the beginning, this is uh, about a graveyard. Yeah. And uh, we'll pray, but uh, yes. uh, the, 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 the thing is that uh, the graveyard, there are many times, like I said, that uh, before I joined the ministry, that there was a lot of crying. And it's, it's dying on all these things. I couldn't put my finger on many things, but I knew that the Holy Spirit is working and he, he wants to bring all that stuff, that rubbish out of your life and yeah. put it down in the graveyard. But who is in the graveyard is Jesus. What did he do? He, he rose again. He died for all our sin and our pain and our sickness and our troubles. Yeah. And is it not financially? It's also all these divorces, like my friend. He has to come back now. He said, I give space for for my wife so he he left for half a year and his wife found out hey i'm so happy without you so what have you done and there there is healing there's you need to be healed yourself you 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 don't need a wife you need him to get the healing and and have Happy life, yeah, I, I met many times they have happy wife, happy life, but that <laughs> besides, first, things first, and that's Jesus. So I pray for people who are in, in trouble. Father, thank you for your presence in our life, for what you've done in our lives, how we could bring everything to the cross and to the grave. And, and Lord, as we know, we can leave it there, but we need your help. Jesus, we need your help uh, to leave and let go where we went wrong. Father, thank you that you pinpoint, that you, let, that you show us where things went wrong, but give us the strength to let it in the grave so that you, your resurrection power can come into our lives and in our hearts, Father, so that we can function like happy people, not the happy people with the kleppi and that is all extra, but in our hearts, we, we need healing. 
So, Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for our friends and family. Thank you, Lord, for the church, the bridegroom. Lord, you love so much. And, Father, we pray for the church to grow up, as John always as well prayed, that we should grow up and let things at the cross and continue with you, Lord. So we love you, Lord. We, we, we love the audience who are listening to us. We bless them. We lay hands on them and we pray, Lord, heal our church. Heal this world, this broken world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Isaac, thank you for that prayer. I know someone out there has been really, really touched by this. And may you be mightily blessed in your new walk and more free to serve Jesus and to give him all you've got. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Isaac, final word from you. Yeah, seek first the kingdom of God. <laughs> of course, he's good. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. Thank you for giving of yourself. Thank you for giving of your time. We appreciate you. We appreciate Anne and your wonderful family as well. Um, thank you for hosting us, for always being there. Um, they've been a solid oak, a solid foundation, even, even now, even they're not full-time in the ministry. You guys are very much a part of our family, as are all the team members, but you guys have always just given it your all, so we appreciate you very much. So thanks for joining us. Pleasure, time. pleasure. Thank you Praise for the Lord. this time. Praise the Lord. Well, thank you for watching today. And I believe the Lord will shower you with all the blessings that heaven has to offer, that God can pour out on you as you first seek his kingdom. And then the Lord will give you all that you need in Jesus' name. So God bless you. Enjoy the song. Be blessed. See you again next week, God willing, on Friday p.m. So from Isaac and I, God bless you. See you soon. Bye. Let your spirit fall on me. Let your power flow through me. Lord, I need your gentle touch. Spirit, free me from all doubt. As I wait, Lord, take me now to a place of love and grace. Spirit, teach me how to wait and to trust you in real faith. There's a healing stream which flows Help me, Lord, to enter in. Give me faith now to believe. As I give my unbelief. As I wait, Lord, take me now to a place of love and grace. Spirit, teach me how to wait and to trust you in real faith.
Trust you in.